just like it's Django, basically like a just Japanese like soap opera. Twenty five years of uh, stories. You actually saved it. PlayStation One on. <laughs> Django Unchained. He's he's like shooting at Obi Wan Kenobi. You're never getting the big house. <laughs> Obi Wan goes. I counted six photon blasts. I counted two blasters. <laughs> Django Fett Unchained. <laughs> That Jedi's gonna go in the cloning house. It's good, it's good stuff. Django and Chain the movie. Star Wars Attack of the Clones the movie. <laughs> Too much horn corn. Too much horn corn. All right. Dial it back. All right. <laughs> You guys ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe and Dom basement podcast from an undisclosed location again. Subterranean. Subterranean. But we'll give you one hint. Still in the Boston area. <laughs> hey, we haven't left New England. We welcome you to our podcast again for episode... 30. 30. 30. Episode 30. We're here. 30. Talking about a couple 30 things. 30 and flirty and thriving. 30, flirty and thriving. And uh, we just can't wait to give you guys another fucking run of this shit. Hell yeah. This week we're not talking about any old inventors or anything supernatural or really even... Um, birds. Birds. <laughs> pirates. <laughs> there could be potentially be pirates oh, on the list. fuck. We're not sure. I knew that there might have been one common denominator <laughs> on this list and I have a fucking <laughs> feeling that we all picked the same thing. But anyways, we never mind. See. Never mind. All right, here we go. So here's the idea for this week. We love the idea of arguing about shit like we always do and voting a list together, but instead of birds this time, we're going to do... What we need for the end of the world. This week, it's the Apocalypse Survival Team. This is the end. Beautiful prayer. This is the end. My only friend. The end of our elaborate plans. The end of everything that stands the end no safety or surprise the end I'll never look into your eyes again can you Here are the rules. Same as birds, we each pick one per category. We vote on the one. That's the one who makes the team. Them's the rules. But here's the catch. We get to pick two people from movies, one from TV, one from video games, and one real-life person to help us survive the apocalypse. We don't know how the apocalypse is going to happen. Could be a nuclear apocalypse. Could be asteroids hitting the planet. Could be an ice age. We don't know. But we have to pick the characters that we want. 
make our apocalypse survival team. The only caveat is if they have any superpowers or magic powers, they can't use them because this is the real world. That's what's right. And I'm assuming that, say, you have someone who's great at doing this thing, and I feel like, well, what about this? What Whatever we can think of that would act against your person that you didn't think about, like say your person's a great swimmer, we're like, what if all the sea evaporates? That could that could Something be part like of the discussion, that. sure, yeah, but mm-hmm. you can still win the vote. I mean, ultimately, yeah. it comes down to whatever we want to vote for. Like, if so. I hate you, I can think of scenarios that won't help you. Sure, yeah, that's definitely against the spirit of it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever you want. That's why you're on the podcast. It's the apocalypse. Yep. So, yeah, it's the apocalypse. It's the end of the world as we know, and these are the people we need to help us survive the uh, the coming nuclear winter or whatever else is going to happen. Is this assuming we have absolutely no skills? or we still, We're still <laughs> us. Okay. But we, on top of that, we get to pick five people Specialists. to help us. Yes, to help us survive the uh, yep. the coming end of the world. Yep. So yeah, with that, I think we should get started out with uh, number one. Pick someone from movies. A movie. Or I'll go a movie first. Character. All right. Meryl Streep from the movie River Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Defend gonna, yourself. Did you guys a... choose her too? Defend yourself. No. <laughs> So the character's called Meryl Streep, but she plays herself in this movie. No, I'm I don't know her name. Don't know her name. Gotcha. Yep. What is the yeah. River Wild? I've never seen it. River Wild came out in like 1992. It's with Kevin Bacon, Meryl Streep. Oh, hell yeah. And, um, and uh, a bunch of other 90s actors that you forget. And actually, um, the guy from Step Brothers, the curly hair. Um, John C. Riley. John C. Riley's in it. He's in it too. Yeah, he's in it. I thought so, Boogie Nights was his first thing, but that was, that was a little after that. No, yeah. so the premise of this movie, it might be like 96, actually, 97. It's, it's around there, but... Mm-hmm. Um, the premise is this this family, Mary, Meryl Streep, her husband, and her son, yeah. decide to go on like a whitewater rafting thing, and she used to be a rafting guide, Meryl Streep did, and she took her husband to go down the river, and it's the most, it's one of the hardest movies to watch, because it's the it's so intense. Yeah. But anyway, so she's doing this because, you know, her husband's like, and, her and him, her and him aren't getting along that well, and he's Oh, uh, so it's not the only thing on, in the rough waters. Oh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> So there, um, she was a, 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 ra- a whitewater rafting guide for, for years before she oh, yeah. got So married. she has skills. She's got a lot of nature yeah. skills. Right, right. Surviving dangerous conditions mm. and negotiating situations with difficult people. Mm. So they come across Kevin Bacon. That's a good combination for picks it. Picks up on things. Exactly. And she's, a, she's like in her 30s, so she's Meryl Streep back then. No, she's fucking hot as fuck. There's no question. I used to hate her, but now I, I'm, I've changed. She's yeah. pretty cool. Well, when you grow up, you realize how amazing her Meryl Streep is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. As when she's winning Oscars, the whole academy's made up of 80-year-old men, so they're like, they're right. on board for that yeah, shit. Yeah, and they always yeah. let her in, and then it's like, for some reason, I just had nothing. But then you look at these movies, and she was great. But the whole thing is that she's a nature survivalist in a movie mm-hmm. who can navigate really, really difficult things, and she speaks sign language. So shit hits the fan, oh, and you're in tough helpful. situations. You if can it's sign a uh, the Quiet Place scenario, yeah, then she's already that prepared for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> or if you're hunting, you know, you can be nice and quiet, and you yep. signals. <clears throat> Yep. And my last point on why she's good is that having a female leader in a lot of situations is proven to be the right way. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a good. It's a good Just thing to have a strong history. man and a strong woman who get along. Mm-hmm. Which is Kevin Bacon and Meryl Streep in the movie. Kevin Bacon is the bad guy in the movie. <gasps> yeah, her husband. No, her husband is some other '90s actor. Oh. But Kevin Bacon is Billy Baldwin. Kevin Bacon <laughs> is just robbed a bank and got on a raft and is and is like hitting on her, and they don't really figure it out yet. But they hear the news that 
They're these armed robbers who like. They should have known who's wearing that the bandit Zorro mask. <laughs> <laughs> Dead giveaway. What's that bag with dollar signs? Never you mind. It's my provision. Don't worry about it. These are yeah. It's, it's, it's our man's got to eat food rations. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a really really stressful movie because mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon is putting stress on things and he wants to kill them and sure. and kill the father, kill their dog, all these other things. It's really really. Matt Kevin Bacon is like the most evil person in this movie. Mm-hmm. But Meryl Streep proves to be successful at the end with all of her skills and negotiating and. Just good power. She She's takes. strong and can get through it. Nature survivalist, Meryl, Meryl Streep, sang language, female leader. Good move. Pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Pretty strong. That's a good idea. Also, we might want to write stuff down. Yeah, I remember from the bird one by seven. We're, we're like, what was bird nine? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know why I thought we were. It's only five, but now we have to remember full names, not just crow. Yeah, I know yeah. that didn't make it. I'm sorry to bring it up. That's all right. That's right. We're not gonna we're not gonna re litigate <laughs> the the bird. We're here for a new list. Don, would you like to give your first movie character that should be in some apocalypse survival team? Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're in one category in. We already got a pirate on the list. I try Please not justify to say anything yourself. when Dylan was talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, here's the thing about Captain uh, Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Get rid of all the mystical stuff about him. Mm-hmm. He can't use magic. No. He is one of the best plan makers in cinematic history. Mm-hmm. All the crates, like every single movie, except for a few tweaks... He planned every single step out. Plus, pretty damn good sword fighter. He survived on an island before with no food mm-hmm. or water to mm-hmm. defend for himself. Yeah, we have a kind okay. of global warming scenario where the whole world's like water world. Yes. I don't mean to spoil anyone's because the big Kevin Costner in water world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, especially if it was a water scenario because he can sail. He mm-hmm. knows how to get his own food. Right. He can barter with people very well. He's good at stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Important. And he likes to have a crew. He does. He doesn't want Very to work alone. He works yeah. well with others. Yes. But what happens if you take the rum away? Yeah. What if there's no rum in the apocalypse? You ever hear that thing where like you shit in a bag and you let it soak in the sun for a while and you just sniff it? He'll probably just do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's proven his he's proven his his weight in gold that he can he will he'll be able to get fucked up no matter what's going on. Oh yeah, he'll figure he'll something figure out. out how to change he finds a way. State. I mean, the guy he is a survivor. A he buried rum. Remember what the... the well, first, he didn't bury he, rum. He just knew where someone else did. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yep. I thought he buried that rum. I no. He, I think the last did. time they, they put him on the island when they stole the Black Pearl from no, him. No, the movie came out. I trust right? you because you actually watched the movies, not just the yeah, first one. Yeah, but you you were like eight when the movie came out. We were like 12. Okay, so what did you... Yeah, how many times have you seen it in the past four years? I've seen the Black I've Pearl probably, once. I've probably seen it like six In the past four times. years. yeah, yeah. Teach their own. Either way, that's yeah. a pretty he good... He said, she pick. said, he buried the rum, whatever, you know. That's yeah. not the important part. The important part is <laughs> he knew how to do it and how to find it. He later. figured it out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, that brings me to you my did it. brings me to my <laughs> my first person here, which I think is at least as worthy as the other two categories we just talked about right now, and that's Doctor Jones, Indiana <laughs> Jones. Oh, Again, he can survive any scenario. Uh, he has extensive knowledge about how to live in all kinds of places mm-hmm. in the world. He's been in jungles. He's been in deserts. And the other thing that he has that your people don't have quite as much is he's got a little bit of wit and charisma. He can work his way around situations that you can't just bash yourself through. I mean, if Kevin Bacon was trying to rob Indy, forget about it. Not going to happen. It should belong so, in a museum. Yeah, of course, he's going to also, he's going to be part of your team preserving the way the world used to be. I mean, of course, we're going to be fighting tooth and nail for the apocalypse, and we're going to become savage beasts that are only worried about survival, but Dr. Jones is going to say, you can't ruin the past just to live on in the future. you got to preserve what's happened, and the integrity of humanity can live on through someone like Indiana Jones. 
And yeah, he's going to be a bit cranky part of the time, but you need uh, the kind of rough-and-tumble guy who's up for anything. And uh, I've seen him be in all kinds of scenarios, whether mm-hmm. it's animals, booby traps, which there are going to be probably a plenty of them in the apocalypse, mm-hmm. people trying to defend their zone. Yeah. And he'd be great at that. And uh, you know what doesn't take bullets? Whip! <laughs> That's my pick, Dr. Jones! Solid. Solid. So that was the easy part. Here's the hard part. Let me tell you why I'm not going to pick Indiana Jones. Oh, that's a good way to start it. I can just remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm not going to pick Meryl Streep. Uh, I never saw the movie, and I don't care. <laughs> you, yeah, did a, you did a really good... Uh, I mean, yeah. having like skills about being on a, like, a river um, and being able to have survivalist, outdoorsy skills is a good way to do it. Uh, a strong female leader, I can get that. More level-headed than men are going to be. That's in the apocalypse, point. they're going to be all pent-up full of testosterone. They're going to be thinking even stupider than they usually yep. do. Yep. So I can see how Meryl Streep in that scenario. Violence first. Uh, yeah, violence first. <laughs> oh, every thought time. later. Yeah, yeah, no planning at yeah, all. Women don't do that. Yeah, and... Uh, but if, and for that reason, I know that Captain Jack Sparrow is pretty good on the water, too, so I'm going to have to go with him over Meryl Streep. But I think the Indy is the way to go here. Uh, tell me why. I remember my Indy thing. I think he's going to be too focused on preserving the world the way it was, uh-huh. and not enough people are going to care. They just care about surviving. They can rebuild later. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes he'll get into trouble where people will disagree with him if he's the leader yeah he's gonna want us to be like no we'll do this. well this we'll isn't necessarily the, the leader we can say this is the leader yeah. but i don't know i mean i guess he's gonna have to it's be just, i guess it's just another scenario to kind of think about yeah i would I, I mean i do picture him being the leader of the group but a lot of my people on my list are just as good of a leader mm-hmm. if not better of a leader mm-hmm. than him i mean he, he can you know run the show but he's not really a natural born leader as much as he is like a begrudging leader in other yes. words he's kind mm-hmm. of more of a solo act so i can see that and captain mm-hmm. jack sparrow even though he is a captain does a lot of solo acting on himself too. Yeah, he's yeah. selfish. Yeah. He's a selfish guy. Yeah. So I I I would rather hang out with Captain Jack Sparrow. He's more of he a, he's fun. more like me. He's more fun and cool. I would like to hang out with him. But the too. inner Capricorn in me would choose um uh Indy, Indiana Jones pet. because just because he's a little more orderly and if we're uh-huh. rebuilding the world, he there is sometimes some value in doing things the old way. You know, yeah, as if, I, as if uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, you know, he wakes up at eleven thirty like me. I don't necessarily think that I'd be, the best, <laughs> I'd be the best president just because I'm a little bit more like, all right, I got like one hour of right, like actual focus that I can handle in a day. Yeah, and and um, just like Captain Jack Sparrow, but Indy's got, uh, you know, he's he's quite the leader as you've seen in, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, Patriot Games and, uh, <laughs> and, and Air, Force, Star Wars. Air Force One and Star Wars. You know, he's really good at all those he's movies. He's really diverse. So he's quite good. Again, at... we're picking the characters, not the actors. You understand <laughs> that, of course. I get that. Exactly. I'm not, I definitely, I would never do that. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and to piggyback on top of that, I love Jack Sparrow and how lackadaisical and carefree he is yeah, in yeah. the world, mm-hmm. but he's living in a tight, knit, wound up world he of is. prim and proper Englishmen. Yeah, which makes you not want to do that. But in the apocalypse, everyone's going to go nuts, so what you need is the opposite of that. Of in the world we live in now, I want Jack Sparrow, but in the world that is going to come to be at the end of the world, I'd rather have Indiana Jones. So uh, yeah. should we do our first round of voting and see how we're going to go here? My vote is Dr. Jones. Can you vote for your own person? Yes, you can. I vote Meryl Streep. Okay. I am going to go with Dr. Jones. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Jones. <laughs> And that's that.
Yeah. All right, we get the first one. No, done. you guys really put it on. I, well, I have no idea the movie you're talking about. <laughs> but well, he did do a good job describing you did a very it. Good you're job playing it better than yeah. I could do if you haven't seen anything that I'm going to have. <laughs> it doesn't happen, or else I'll just think of something buckle else. Up. Yeah. <laughs> buckle up, buckaroo. Um, no, the point you made about Jack Sparrow not being used to as wide of a range was a good enough point to change me over. Sure. Yeah, I think Indiana Jones would probably be the the, the right choice as well. As mm. I, I do think Meryl Streep is better in this this movie, but yeah, I I think Indiana Jones definitely. Solid, I think they were all solid, they were all solid, solid motivating, choices, good dude, good way to go. Well, you know, I have a Harrison Ford in your team, and he. <laughs> <laughs> And any any chance is always good, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> he's great if it's a if it's a cyberpunk uh, robot apocalypse. Yeah, just don't ask him to land a plane, but you know. <laughs> don't ask him to land a plane. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was good. It was first round. As always, we came up with great options as we always do. We're fucking geniuses. But yeah, to reiterate, we're gonna do the same voting right. So if we tie, you can vote for yourself. We do two rounds of yeah. tying, and then you're forced to pick another one, right? Mm-hmm. You just can't pick the same one again. Is the idea? Yeah. Uh, that's a good move, though. But yeah, it's the first round. Our first one on the list: the Apocalypse Survival Team. We have Doctor Indiana Jones. And he's a they doctor. Named the dog he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah. PhD. Unfortunately, not a medical doctor, but <laughs> yeah, he was his PhD. So I mean, he he can he has this, he can finish what he started. He, hey, sure can, <laughs> including inside Miriam. All right, anyways, moving on to the next anyways, one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for our second category, Important quality for men. For our second category, yeah, overgoing into the fantastical world of the. Jack Sparrow, um, uh, Shermaine and the Black Pearl, Indiana Jones, and then Meryl Streep. <laughs> We're going to pick our real-life person. This person has to really exist in our world today, and we're going to pick them for our Apocalypse Survival Team. But they can't be dead? They can be dead, but okay. they have to... I shouldn't say they have to exist in our dimension uh, yeah. at some point, so they have to have existed, really. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, you could pick, um, you know... Uh, Kendrick Perkins from the Boston Celtics. You know, okay. you pick him. He's right. seven, seven feet tall. Choice, but uh, <laughs> he's good inside the blocks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't know what you want. I went want first, first, so I get to go last now. Okay, Don, you want to go I'll first? Go first. I'll go. Okay, go ahead. real person. Yes, Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> the actor. <laughs> the actor. All right, you better defend yourself because we're gonna have all actors in here, and then you had the real life category. You picked Daniel Day Lewis, the actor. I'm, I I'm, did. I'm interested. I'm because interested. for two main points. When he would play John Proctor in The Crucible, right. he spent six months building a house accurate to 17th century Massachusetts. Mm. After he built it, he lived in it through the whole filming of the movie, hunted like a... Well, they weren't pilgrims, but hunted like a colonist, Yeah, ate like a colonist, cooked like a colonist, bathed like a colonist. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) He spent his entire time living like that time period, so he's experienced living with no power, Mm -hmm. no running water, no uh, readily available food. Yeah. And then he he did the same thing in The Last Mohicans, only he actually hunted with flintlock rifles. He carried them everywhere he went. He made his own clothes. He's Yeah, he's method in every movie he's ever done. So he has method survival act... Twice, just because he wanted to. Damn. He learned everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets he was proficient enough at it to survive enough to make mm-hmm. a movie sure. while living off the land. Yeah, you have to also memorize your lines yeah. while you're doing all that shit. And uh, I'm sure he could help you strike oil if you have to find some in the future from his method acting as Daniel Plainview. <laughs> <laughs> think he can drink beer out of a shoot too, or is he not that good? I think oh, I'm he, sure he could do I that. Think he could. Yeah. I mean, he did take uh, over a year off to move to Italy to become a cobbler. Not for a movie role. He just wanted to become a cobbler for a year instead yeah, of that, being an actor, yeah. which I like that. Respect. Uh, 
Well, another version of She's not only being able to nut up or shut up, but actually follow through with that kind of shit. And yeah, uh, he didn't just put a couple weeks into it. He no, he did really it, did the whole for thing. as long as he was that character. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, those steely cold eyes that he's got there. He'll scare <laughs> off any potential invaders. Yeah, if I see him, I'm gonna run. I wouldn't fuck with him. Uh, not unless he was method acting a guy who always loses fights. Yeah. Then he'd be great at that. So I'm going to put my person in. I'm glad you brought that because my person is, is deceased. But mm-hmm. I think he'd be great for the Apocalypse Survival Team. And that is former United States President Teddy Roosevelt. Oh. <laughs> Not only is he an avid hunter who's, you know, killed any animal you can ever think about he in the world. He looks just like Robin Williams. He looks just like Robin Williams. <laughs> no, the guy was an outdoorsman and he was a, he was a fucking <laughs> war hero back in, the, in the, the time when you were transitioning over from really when the cavalry charge was still a plausible option in war, but people had guns. So he came charging in with his rough rider, so he also had to deal with horses, animals, stuff like that. And uh, plenty of people had to die in that war. He made it through it, ended up becoming a U.S. president. Uh, during one of his speeches, during his candidacy, he was shot in the chest, finished the speech, went to the hospital, won the election. I mean, this guy gets shit done, even when he's already fucked up. Uh, also, um, he's the reason why we have the National Park Service. He's decided that we're going to pass this legislation to have certain sections of the country preserved for all time for the good of the country and Americans and for the good of the world, really. Places like, you know, Yellowstone would, you know, be eaten up by all kinds of bullshit that people do mm-hmm. now. They just take over and build all their crap and dump toxic waste everywhere. I think, uh, again, he'll be good at looking towards the future, but he can he can fight with the best of them. And he was not a big guy, but he had a big, stout heart, he did. And uh, he also had his great quote that um, I think is going to be good for apocalypse negotiations. Speak softly and carry a big stick in case you need to get some bonking done in the post-apocalypse. My pick <laughs> bonk, bonk. for a real person, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. All right. My pick for a real person. I had a few lined up. Sure. <clears throat> but I think uh, the right answer here. Uh-huh is one of those Mormon women who wants to have 30 children. No, just the, the concept of one? Yes. A real person and you picked an idea. <laughs> nope. Because they, Leave it to you, you to, to you never to find, do the fucking thing. Find, you have to find one. And you can't just say... Here's the so thing. it's over our movie character, Meryl Streep. <laughs> real life person, a Mormon woman who wants to have a lot of kids. Because nobody else. You wants couldn't to have Google what's a Mormon lady. There's like a bunch of shows about that. No, nobody wants to have a million kids. That's true. But they do. Right. They do because they want to spread their religion. And they can. But you, you know, you know, they like pop was, those kids right out. Exactly. This they're motivated for that. It's like yeah. you don't want to just say you know your spouse or whatever or you know whoever else is female there. Like that's not all right. You can't. You know if they don't want to do that, you can't do that. It's not right. happening. You have yeah. to find someone who wants to have thirty. Mm-hmm. So you can at least repopulate the earth. This is a, yeah, thinking towards the future of actually repopulating the earth, not just yep. surviving on your own as your group, yep. but actually trying to bring the earth back to some semblance mm-hmm. of what it used to be before yep. whatever said apocalypse did happen yep. to the world. Yeah, because there, you know, again, it's you just can't force that on someone you married to want to repopulate the entire planet with ten thousand kids. But sure. there are some women out there who just that's their that's just all they want to do anyways. 
Right. So it's important for. I wonder if they'll want to do it quite as much when the apocalypse happens. You know, and we're also hoping I don't that they haven't lost their faith know. in Joseph Smith and uh, Elohim once the apocalypse happens. I, well, I don't think it's going to go else? as the same Bible. as the Golden Plates said, mm-hmm. but it might, maybe that's the apocalypse happened. Maybe it's the exact it's the, Mormon, it's apocalypse. The Mormon apocalypse. In which yeah. case, that might be the best option because she's like, my faith is restored and renewed. Restore, yeah, and, you know, because I want to restore. This is exactly what I thought was yeah. going to happen, and this is mm-hmm. what's going to. Uh, go down because that person doesn't like they're they're there but I can't pick someone in history who had 30 children because that's too late Mm -hmm. so yeah so this person uh yeah, okay. I, I didn't even think of that. I mean, I guess I thought of the it's idea very important of having for the survival of different thing. skill sets. Hey, come on in come here. On come in. on yeah, in. Come say hi. Come on in. What's up, Brendan? Come say hi. We can see you, man. What's going on? A little sun today? Uh, just sitting in the sun, getting you know an old tan, tanned up uh, leather Italian man. I came to bring Kira her marijuana treats. <laughs> Seriously, he's real. He yeah. existed, yeah. 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 He, I mean, he was hit real history. I mean, mm. but uh, no. Really, who would I pick? Um, I think I'd pick someone like Bear Grylls. I thought that's who Dom was gonna pick. I thought about See, I figured yeah. I didn't want to say Bear Grylls because we all pick Bear Grylls. Because someone's gonna pick us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. You need someone that really no, knows. He how knows. To, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Do that. Yeah, jump out of a plane. Yeah. But does he know how to build a sixteen hundreds? Cottage in New England, and he's one of being a witch. I don't know. Can you repopulate the earth with him? I would. I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dom's gonna try. (laughs) He can teach you how to drink piss, which is gonna be really useful when all the water is radiated. Just one real person. It's one per category, yeah. Oh, what's my category? Real people. A video game. Oh, real? Oh, like, so they can be fake. It can be dead, but just like, yeah, they have to have existed. Like, the two you already said both were. In the past 20,000 years, just one person. No, just one. I know, just the one. All right, well, then I'm going to exclude Bear Grylls. Just stick with Spartacus? No. So, what kind of apocalypse are we talking about? General apocalypse. We don't know. It could be. You have to pick the team before it happens. You don't know what's going to happen. Global destruction from so many different things can happen. Yeah. Yep. Well, screw it. It's the apocalypse. Um, Snoop Dogg. I want to have fun if I'm gonna. Go. <laughs> it's true. We should have picked Jack Sparrow. Apocalypse is the end of the world, right? Yeah. So the end of the world. What are you gonna repopulate? It's the end of the world. So I want to have fun. And he probably has a lot of uh, sealed away, vacuum sealed marijuana. Definitely. In case the apocalypse happens. Absolutely. You know he's got a bunker full of your granddaddy bird. No, uh, AK-47. I don't know. It's made of key bricks. I would pick. I would pick someone that can. Um, that like. Oh no, Paul Stamets. Who's that? He's the mushroom, the mushroom guy. guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be a that'd be a fun. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know if that'd be a great time to take mushrooms. And mushrooms. <laughs> dude, that's a good point. I like harsh in your vibe, dude. It would be the best time to take mushrooms. I guess it's not we're not uh, we're not there yet. You're in your fifties. We're not, you know. So like. You know, we, we, we can't, like, settle. We're not relaxed enough because we haven't been through, uh, you I know. I saw a Joe Rogan thing with Paul Stamets talking about his, He's eating his hat. His experiment. He's like, you know, so they had this um, this mushrooms in a lab. And I, you know, I decided to take it home, me and my buddy. And we went uh, out to the cabin. And uh, it was, like, the, one of the strongest mushrooms. And he's like, so we took it. And uh, I'm like, let's go, let's go watch the Winnebago people down the street. Um, they Winnebago got up on this man. mountain like, an hour later. Like, yeah, nothing's really happening. And all of a sudden, they said just came in like a wave was like and he's like it started getting so intense I'm like alright dude we better get back to the cabin so they're like walking through it and this time he's like 
we're running, and it seems like it took me 20 minutes to pass one Winnebago. <laughs> <laughs> You're like stretched out of time and space. Yeah, like, oh, why haven't I passed this Winnebago yet? So you get to the car, and he's like, can't get his key into the thing, because like his hand and his mind are growing at two different speeds. Yeah. Then he gets in the car, and he can't get it in. All the Winnebago people are like clutching their children. I'm like, what is going on on you? And then... <laughs> He started doing this stuff. It's like, uh, Trim's like, dude, you can't drive. He's like, no, I'll be fine. And he's like, hey, I think I dropped my phone. And he'd drop his phone, and he'd pick it up and be like, hey, I think I dropped my phone. It's a condition that it just loops heat for 20 minutes. He was like, they're like, we got to get out of here. He's trying to get back to his cabin, so he's like, whoops, I think I just dropped my phone. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> I think I just dropped my phone. He's like, yeah, I'd never do that mushroom again. I'm like, dude, that's I don't want that guy on my team. (laughs) He couldn't even handle a Winnebago show. For fuck's sake. (laughs) But now he knows that we shouldn't take it. Oh, yeah, I guess. true. Yeah, don't eat that one. He's the guinea pig for the team. Just don't eat that one. He's like, all right, this would probably be the best mushroom for the apocalypse, so, you know, try this. It'll make you feel better. Death's head mushroom. That is a good point. It's a really good point. Yeah, so basically, someone to have fun. Show me how to have fun. Okay, I appreciate that. That's an interesting perspective. Because I don't think any of my people are that fun. Like like Johnny Johnny Depp. Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) He's only going to be as money. (laughs) (laughs) He's got bottle caps. The apocalypse, baby. So now it's time to vote on the real life person between... Teddy Roosevelt, Daniel Day-Lewis, and a Mormon chick who wants to have 30 kids. I'll vote first. Even though I, I like the idea of Teddy Roosevelt going through it, um, he's a t- rough and tumble dude. He's been all these kinds of crazy experiences. But one part I didn't add to his story is that he had money his whole life, baby. He goes into all these situations ready to do it, and you know, tougher than the average bear, but with all the resources he needs. We don't have any resources if we do whatever we had left over and for that reason I gotta pick Daniel Day-Lewis for my vote well I'm also gonna go with Daniel Day-Lewis because it was my pick okay and my reason behind not picking Roosevelt was because he had pretty severe asthma Mm. oh yeah health issues he's old Mm. you know inhalers are gonna be probably pretty scarce yeah, especially since they didn't <clears throat> exist when he was living. But he mm-hmm. made it work imagine if he had an inhaler though he but, might have yeah. been even twice as badass yeah, super strong yeah, so Daniel Day Lewis. And who are you gonna vote for? The Mormon. Okay, so Daniel Lewis wins. On my challenge, by the ancient laws of combat, we are met at this chosen ground to settle for good and all. Okay. But that was a great option. <laughs> That's round two. Is uh, so so far we have. Dr. Indiana Jones and the actor Daniel Day-Lewis as our Apocalypse Survival team. Yep. Next up on the list, we're going to have a person from television, a television character for the Apocalypse Survival team. And uh, I should go first this time, I guess. I haven't gone first yet. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. I misremember who I had. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) For some reason, I'm forgetting where. Oh, yeah, I got it. So... I know we were talking about different survival skills people have. We have um, 
you know, survivalists, outdoorsmen, people who can build in any situation. But something you're going to have in any apocalypse is someone to patch someone up when shit goes awry. From getting a splinter in your leg to getting your leg blown off to coming down with the flu. You could have, you know, tetanus. You could have necrotizing fasciitis. Whatever you're going to have in the apocalypse, you need a doctor to take care of that. And for that reason, I got to pick Hawkeye from MASH. <laughs> Not only has he been in a wartime scenario, he can survive in enemy lines or anywhere. He's the best goddamn surgeon the American uh, government's ever seen. And he's a fun guy to be around. He's cracking jokes. He's doing surgeries. Mm -hmm. And the guy's not just a great surgeon and medical professional who can take care of what ails you. He's a bad, he's certified badass. He's a military yep. man. Yep. And I, I forgot what his full name was, but I remember it was really funny. Because it's Captain Benjamin Franklin Pierce, which is <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Franklin and Franklin, Franklin Pierce. Pierce. That's a good pun. And Hawkeye. And, uh, so I, I want to know what else more to say about him besides he's funny. He's funny cracking wise and you need some levity in the uh, apocalypse as we've already stated. You can't just, I mean you need people to take shit seriously. But I mean if everyone's just Daniel day Lewising it all day long, you're going to go bored as a gourd. I'm going to wish I died in the apocalypse without the uh, general musings and surgical ability of Captain Hawkeye from MASH. That's my pick. Okay. It's a great pick. Thanks, Joe, for that one. So Thank I guess you. It's my turn to go next now. Sure. So I'm by far picking TV's most famous uh, wor uh, world leader, uh, TV's most famous bartender, TV's most famous uh, multiple job person, multiple personality person, multiple persona person, multiple can do anything person even changes gender sometimes hmm. um and tv's funniest character of all time roger, roger. From american dad <laughs> he I can do I knew anything I knew and most importantly roger from american dad will absolutely be the number one source for finding drugs and alcohol he will be a good he'll time. get him he'll get him and it's drugs can, you know they they're anesthetics they're mm -hmm. fun there uh, and then having a constant source of alcohol, you've got your man. He'll get it hooked up. Yeah. And if there are, say, other aliens or other people, he'll pretend to be them and then kill them all. Sure. In the case of and an alien apocalypse, which we haven't brought up yet, he is the insider. only alien he's an insider. Uh, that we would he have can talk his way out to. of it. Yeah. Exactly. And he has more, like you said, more job experience than anyone else that yep. I can really think Any, of. He's every, worked every job. Every single job ever, yeah. including running a South American country. Right. He's yep. been a, his own uh, dictator Dictator's before. his own dictator for a while. <laughs> he's got, and also, just like yeah, Brendan. Bartender, like Brendan prostitute, said, prostitute you know, anything you want. He's um, that person. Yep. yep. He's a, a he's famous robber. Um, all, all these other things. Above. And he... Um, uh, clown coach. Clown coach. Very, <laughs> very important. H.J. Rimmins. Um, she brought up from episode whatever, yeah. the clown episode. We'll be throwing a lot of horn corn around here. <laughs> <laughs> horn corn is, is horn corn for clown lingo. <laughs> um, horn and, corn. and most importantly, back to what Brendan said, uh, morale is going to increase mm -hmm. until you want to kill him. <laughs> and then if you have to kill him, you have to kill him. That, that is my... <laughs> My argument against him, but I'm gonna let Dominic go first <laughs> he, before I argue. You might have to kill him, <laughs> so then you can eat him. But whatever, you know, like he definitely is the first person to go. So oh, don't man. turn yourself on people who actually are necessary. <laughs> you might just go. We have to kill someone. You're like, it's Roger. Yeah. We have to kill Roger. Right. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, I think that too. <laughs> That's it. It's only fair. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me. All right, Dominic, your yep. TV character. Right, my that's in the box. TV character. I was gonna say Ragnar Lothbrok. From Vikings. from Vikings, who also could be 
potentially a real life person too because he did exist. Ragnar Lodbrok was a real person. Oh, they not changed, They changed the name slightly. For the I show. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Ragnar Lodbrok. He started out as a simple farmer who would go on Viking raids. That's what all the men did, and he became the king of Norway. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking about in the TV show because he wasn't as good in real life. But mm-hmm. in the TV show, he became the first king of Norway, the first person to take over enough uh, villages, become to kill all the earls, and become the ruler of. I think in the show he had like four. You mean the jarls? The jarls. He had the English way to say that. Yeah. So he had like four villages, and that was enough to be the king of Norway. Yeah. He was extremely smart. Mm-hmm. The first he he first one to figure out how to sail far enough west to reach England. Right. Because they didn't have any compasses, but he found a way to do it. And it Track wasn't in a galleon, it was in a Viking longship. Yes. Which they is were, not they what were you rowing want. Through Basically a ocean. big canoe with a yes. bunch of guys in it. Yeah. No below deck, no upper deck. It was, that's what you had. You had to live, eat, and sleep in the open ocean all the time. Gotta be fucking For nightmare. months. Yeah. And he lived during a time where it has none of the modern uh, luxuries that we have. So it'd be, he wouldn't even miss having things like electricity, cell phones, good tasting food, guns, all the shit that we use now. He already is used to not using it. And two good strategies he he used to get to England or once he got to England. The first thing he did is he took over, uh, what's an abbey is for nuns, but for monks, it's something else. Monastery. Monastery. No, that's also for nuns. It's not. No, monasteries for monks, yeah. Okay, whatever. One of those. It was an (laughs) island. And he took one of them. Abbey? I thought you said already. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. It doesn't matter. A nunnery? Nunnery. None of that. Alright, we're stopping. Alright, whatever. (laughs) This is the end. Yeah. Uh huh. Hold on. I didn't stop it. I was just a joke. I know. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, okay, okay, I yeah. am ready though. Shh. <laughs> Not for the horn finish. corn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but he did capture an English monk who could also speak his language, mm-hmm. and he used information from him asking about the Catholicism. Yeah. To figure out that if you went to another village on a Sunday, waited for the church bells to ring, everyone would be inside with their weapons out. So he so he, he knew how to. He didn't him. have to kill a lot of people. He just got him into a small area, scare enough that he could take what he wanted, yep. and then left. He strategy. Didn't have, he didn't have to go through all intimidation, the intimidation. Yeah. And then later on, a couple years later, he became friends with a king, one of the kings in England, mm-hmm. and was able to like diplomatically set up a Viking colony on England, on England, well, today's English land, mm-hmm. and they had a fully functional farm, so he can a triple F. Yes. As they use in the industry. Yeah. So he can both steal from people strategically, yep. kill a bunch of people ruthlessly, and set up a nice farming community where he doesn't have to be violent. And he's a leader. Yeah, and he's a great leader. Mm-hmm. Is he funny? And not funny at all, really. No. It's one thing that he didn't have. <laughs> nope, not funny. Not a jokester, him, but ruthless. And he was able to train other people to be good leaders after, for, after he was dead. All right. That is a good thing. I didn't think of someone who would be alive in the time where you'd have to use all those skills just in order to survive, not to kind of opt into it. And uh, another great uh, sailor on the list. You're really hoping for that water world <laughs> apocalypse. 
So before we vote on people, I just want to preface our voting situation. Go ahead, preface away. Based off of a... We're talking about a team here, a group, and um, that's you know, right. They have when to all work together. Commandos in a team, everybody does something a little differently, and true. everybody's personalities are actually not the type A. They're kind of more like if the, we have whatever. five of the same person, it's not going to work. It's going to be a lot of headbutting, a lot of whatever it is. You it's know, I know this. Yeah. You know, when you have a bunch, you have five CEOs in a company, nothing's going to get done. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> tell uh, me about it. <laughs> Right, so we all know. You know. <laughs> you know. So you know, and you gotta, you gotta have preacher choir. You know what I mean? You know, you kind of do need some Virgos and some Capricorns and some. All right, You know, all right. So, but no, no, but you need some, such a Scorpio thing to yeah, talk about, right? Yeah. So you need some other uh, things to, you know, everybody's you gonna Jeffrey be a little Bezos. bit. <laughs> Let me get the joke. You know, the CEO of Amazon. Thanks. Okay. I know who he is. Oh, you got it, you get it enough oh, that I said it. In 1964, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Anyways. So, um, so, so your guy sounds like he's another hard-headed fucking asshole who's really good at doing some shit, but he's not going to get along with a lot of the other people that I think we voted for. And same with you, which is why I vote for Roger American Dad. Because he... That's a good defense of Roger. I was sick to... The, if I was going to stick to the, to the idea that he has so many different skills and he's a fun guy, because... I'll tell you, even though Hawkeye's the head surgeon, he's no general. I mean, he's just the, the leader of the MASH in uh, in Korea, not even Nam. This not is even, the Forgotten War. Nam, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and although I definitely hear your standard of we can't have a team of all the same person because we can't forget that part of it. I'm glad you brought that up. I think Roger's so fucking annoying. I want to kill him right now. I don't think I'm going to make it that long. So it gives you purpose. And also, he's a traitor. <laughs> he won't yeah, cut your sudden, throat when you're sleeping. Sudden, he's not a team player at all. As soon as he sees one opportunity, he will take it and he will burn us all alive all right. if he has to. You're right. Another don't... bandit group comes up to you, he will sell you down the river immediately <laughs> for one ear of horn corn if he had the chance. I'm telling That's you. true. But also, it gives, really you, it gives you... Not some, to be trusted. He might give you some purpose that the second the podcast happens, you go... I don't care. I want to kill Roger. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you forget about the actual problem, and then you all of a sudden you're. He is the funniest one of the three. Even no though I like question. think Hawkeye is really funny, but Roger's much funnier. Historically, in apocalypse situations, Roger is the one that usually collects a lot of spoons. Oh, there is a precedent yeah. for this. <laughs> it has happened. We have to get moving. The two hundred are coming. Oh no, there's no two hundred. Made him up. I just walk around, do a creepy wah wah. The two hundred are coming. They scatter. I get the stuff. It's mostly tin plates, a lot of spoons. I have so many spoons now, I'm like the little mermaid. Yeah, Ragnarok has not happened yet, and neither has the end of the Korean War, so Roger's oh. the only one that actually has experienced yeah. the end of this time. And yeah, is the oldest. 1600. Oh, wow, yeah, by far. So a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah. Sexually, if you know what I mean. Let's <laughs> not forget about that. We don't have any women in the group yet. <laughs> Okay, he doesn't have any human genitalia. He has the uh, the thing that's dishwasher safe. <laughs> stress ball. <laughs> stress ball. Yeah. He's, squeezes he's up getting snizz on the red from snot. <laughs> snot. <laughs> all right, you want, all right. Let's do our first round of voting. Well, he already voted for Roger. Yeah. yeah well, I'm gonna vote for Hawkeye. I'm, I can't vote for Roger. So this is a really hard one for me because I really love mm-hmm. Ragnar, but yeah. I am kind of pissed that Roger came up because I was gonna put him, and then I read your text. No powers. Right. It's an alien power that allows Roger to blend in with people. Oh, it's an alien I didn't know that, that he's fireproof. That. It's an alien power that he's waterproof. Yeah. Well, he won't have but, to blend in much because it won't be like polite society. But how come, yeah. he can't, how come he can't run around the CIA building without being seen unless he wears a wig? It's he an, can't it's go a, out. No, it's an because alien, they decided it like season 15. It's bro, an bro. alien power that he has that he blends in with certain people. 
with certain people. Like, there's certain personas, like, I could see through him being just as Dylan, but you might not. I could but, see through Oh, it. shit, it's Roger, isn't it? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but in the apocalypse situation, in the, ep- in the mo- actual show, he just went as Roger, and he was like, yeah, I'm an alien, no one cares anymore. Oh, right, because no one's going to So I don't think care. the persona is really that big of a thing to even True. have to look into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll he can, he can, yeah. It's about he's equally yeah, as persuasive mm-hmm. whether he's dressed up or if he isn't. Mm-hmm. Greg, you remember my Uncle Roger? Stan, no, that's all done now. We live in a changed world. There's no need for characters. I'm just a man in rags whose name is Clifton. So mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm going to pick. <laughs> it's going to well, take me a little bit. You have to you have to vote for something. Then we can you can just vote for Ragnar, and then we can do round two if you want. Oh yeah, yeah. Give up Ragnar. I'll do that. Yeah. All right, there we, we even go. had a round two yet, did we? We did. First one. That was the first round. Do you guys want to? That maybe get time for a break. Yeah. All right, round two of voting. You'll take my life, but I'll take yours too. You fire musket, but I'll run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, yeah, you real stand, there's no All right. Welcome to the Dylan Joe Basic Podcast Joke Session. We got a quick joke for you coming up real quick. Uh, we got Joke We're Joe. We're all horn corn here, Joke baby. Dylan, Joke Dom. Here we go. All right. So, there was this guy in... How guy was he? <laughs> in um, the year's uh, 1930. And uh, a couple things just came out. But anyways, this guy, he was an engineer for trains. Um and we all know how it kind of works. You know, they drive the train, whatever it is, and stuff like that. So sure. he gets on his, you know, he finally just gets through train school, does this thing that took a couple of years to do that, to be a really good, you know, engineer on a train. So It's hard to, it, train school is no easy matter. You have to really give your all. Yeah. Yep. So um, he drives the train, and first time he drives the train with people, um, he gets really kind of a little cocky, motivated to drive the train. And after, you know, 30 minutes, he goes a little too fast around a corner because he's too excited. Train derails, flips, kills three people. Fucking and I didn't mention that this is Eastern Europe at that time, too. This is in America. Oh, okay. So, um, it's getting wild. So, he flips at over. that time. So, what happens when, no matter what, whether it's like negligent homicide or whatever he got charged for, <laughs> you have to... Um, all of a sudden he's in court and they say, all right, well, unfortunately, you know, we have to give you a death penalty. So we're going to send you an electric chair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So <laughs> he flips, <laughs> flips the train, kills three people, goes to the electric chair. I'm really glad I didn't say what I was going to say earlier. I would have fucking tanked the whole joke. Right before he has to walk the green mile, they ask him for his last meal. Sure. So he says, I'll have one banana. So he has one banana. One banana. That's they watch it, him. Huh? Yeah, they watch. Yeah, Last they watch meal. him eat the banana, and um, eats the banana. Walks the fucking green mile. Gets strapped in an electric chair, and uh, and they you know give him you know two hundred volts at first to kill anybody within seconds. You know AC. I imagine. I would imagine AC two hundred volts. God knows how many amps. Fry the fuck out of him unharmed. Mm-hmm. So they said, by the grace of God, you've been spared. And if this happens, if this doesn't kill you, we have to, we're going to let you back into society. No question. Just go fucking walk away. You're good. Imagine that. So he goes back and he goes back to um, being an engineer on the train. So he gets back in the train thinking all's good. You know, he knows, learned his lesson, whatever it is. He can't help it. Goes a little too fast again in one corner. Oh, he just loves the wild tracks. Yeah. So he goes a little too fast in this corner somewhere in Eastern Europe. Um, and, And same thing. Another corner pops up. Derails the train, flips over, kills. God damn it! 
kills 30 people. Oh, that's 10 times Terrible. more. He's fine. It's a massacre. So, yeah, massacre. So then he has to go, um, you know, get to court, and now he's kind of banged up, and it's not good, and it's, it's terrible, and it just if he feels really bad about the whole thing. And he did this again. Does he? I'm glad he feels it's bad not, about It's just it, not good, you know? So yeah. he has to go um, to the court, and they say, all right, well, you know the deal here. You know, you already killed three people, and now you killed 30 we're going to have to give you the electric chair again. So yeah. go to jail and, you know, whatever it is. Time comes up where he's going to walk the mile again. Mm-hmm. And they ask him what his last, what he wants for his last meal. So he says, I'll have two bananas. Oh, okay. This time. Yeah, yeah. So he has two bananas. And they go, all right, well, whatever. He has two bananas. And then we give him. I tell they gave him the last meal again. They were like, we're going to get, I mean, it's, it's, it's only right to give you your right, last meal. Right, you know? right, right. Even though we already did this and you got away with it, basically survived by the yeah, grace of God. Yeah, but we'll do it again. You do know? it again. But, but, yeah, you know, fair is fair. Principle. We're going to make sure to kill you this time, so no problem. So, sure, yeah. So so he, uh, you know, walks them out to have his two bananas, sits in the chair. You know, it's really terrifying, whatever it is. And they go, 400 volts. Double it. Wow. Yeah, we're make sure it God knows how many amps. He's already fucking shit, fucking shit up, whatever it is. He got his many amps. You know, 400 volts after killing another 30 people ramp that thing up executioner goes for it and uh shocks shit out of him things are going crazy turn it off unharmed nothing happened wow. they said by the grace of god you've been spared again wow this man is unkillable so you got you're meant to be on this earth mm. god has about spared you. you it's the 30s here's your Europe. train license back yep and uh <laughs> And uh, he goes back to society like nothing ever happened to him again. So wow. what does he do? People must he be a little bit afraid. Stop driving. They trains. might. If you know that's the that's your uh, yeah. train driver, you must be like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit nervous here. Yeah. So, but you know, whatever. You know. So they. Oh yeah. Does everybody want a Biscoff? <laughs> I put those in there. There's food in those shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I just pulled one out, showed yeah. it to the camera, and we then put it in the other shoe. I guess three is one for each of us. I'm I'm I don't need one. You want Biscoff? No, thank you. Okay. Biscoff. Do you want all three? Um, just one. It's fine. Thanks. Appreciate it. So. Um, <clears throat> So he gets back in the train, you know, he's, you know, trying to be careful, whatever it is. So what does he do? Goes a little too fast around a corner. Oh, right you know oh him. Oh, my God. Oh, you yeah, know him. He just can't help himself. Yep. yep. So now he's, uh, first time he killed three people, this time, last time he killed 30 people, and now he's... Uh, Don't tell me it's 300. This, it's 100 this time. Oh, okay. At least he is not multiples of 10 anymore. No, 100 people. That's still so many Dead. souls. 133 know. total now souls. You got to imagine the loved He's ones of the first three up. people are furious oh, yeah. at this point. He can barely get out of the train. He's so fucked up. Oh, so at least he was injured this yeah, time. He's injured this time, but he's not dead, but he killed more people. By the grace of God, he survived the crash. Doesn't even know he's, you know, doesn't even know he's going to get to court. Gets back to court and they say, all right, well, you know, you really fucked up this time, man. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> okay, three people, now. thirty people. Okay, but hundred. Now we, we're in triple we digits. We draw the line of triple digits. Yeah, that's one hundred. Uh, no fucking. That's ninety-seven. Too many people. Yeah, it's not good. So, anyway, so he's in jail, and he, uh, you know, sits in jail. Has to learn how to like it's be funny, in jail like again. This they keep him in there a little bit longer, and uh, finally, the days come. Executioner mm-hmm. says, "It's your turn." You know, you, you know how we're gonna kill you. It's gonna be the electric chair walk, again. You're gonna walk the mile, and um, guess what? No bananas this time. Oh, you're not even getting a meal. Not getting the last not meal. Even They're fed up. The last meal. They're like, "Fuck that." No. Not getting shit. So, so walks the mile, gets in the chair, gets uh, you know, uh, 400 volts now instead of sorry, he had 400 last time, so yeah. he's got like 600 volts. It's even oh, let's not go crazy. They it's really want to ramp not 800. Up, make sure that they <laughs> kill this guy. Much. They gotta kill this guy. Yeah, ramp, God knows how many amps. God knows. I'm many sure amps. he does. Ramps up. No bananas. 
electrocute the fuck out of him. Yeah. And um, turn off, he's fine. Wow. And they said, I don't know what's going on. And all he said, and he said, I guess I'm not a good conductor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Keep it rocking. All right, so now we need to do our second round of voting uh, for our TV characters between Ragnar, Roger, and Hawkeye. You could have chosen R. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> I fucked up. Well, uh, no, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin Pierce. <laughs> There's no R besides Franklin and Pierce. So I chose Roger. If we're going to vote again, you're going to vote Roger again. I'm voting again to Roger, yeah. I didn't change my mind. Uh, the only reason why I'm not picking Ragnar at this point is because of the point you said where it's not going to make up that of a team. But then again, I don't think between... Daniel Day-Lewis and Indy that they necessarily have to be the leader therefore I'm gonna vote I'm gonna vote Ragnar on this one ah fuck yeah I'm gonna say Ragnar too because yes he was we're gonna pick one of yours eventually I swear <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just, me. Don't pick I, just, pick I just can't stand uh, having Roger on the team, even though Roger's hilarious. Yeah, just no, because I really think his funniness is part. not gonna. Yeah, he's just not gonna stick up for the team at all. Okay, who break, makes a kid break his arm to get into a tiny car in clown school? <laughs> Someone who wants to Disciplined. bring the best out of a yes. young clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, Ragnar's a great leader, but he also knows how to like to teach other people how to be leaders. Also, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with Ragnar. All right, he made the list. Write him down. King Ragnar. That is my name. King Ragnar. What does a king do? Yeah. He rules. Yes. Good. He rules. And as a ruler, I... have the last say. Me! Not you! Not you! Not you! And not you! But Jones and Ragnar, boring team. <laughs> no one's funny. That's what you're for. Well, I had Hawkeye on there. <laughs> yeah, you're on the team too. Okay, all right. It's still the three of us <laughs> with all the people. But I'm not funny. Because we have to survive. You're funnier than uh, Ragnar. Ragnar. <laughs> so, you know, video game? Video game. Does anyone know who went first that time? Hmm? Uh, it what? went me first this time, so we're going to start again. Now, I think, With, I, yeah, right, you did yeah. the first one, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I guess I didn't pick a lot of people who were that funny, but I was thinking more about the survival of the uh, the team and all that, even though, it, yeah, it's... I just feel like having someone joking around is uh, so important um, in modern life, but when you're starving to death, it's not as important to be funny. We live in a world where, you know, you have your day-to-day life and it just becomes boring and mundane, but I feel like if you're looking every moment of survival for something to eat and where to sleep and not die, the levity and being funny is not as important because you're not really mm-hmm. thinking about that. Mm-hmm. It's like the hierarchy of needs, right? It's like, yep. I want to be, you know, I want to fulfill my uh, my compelling for knowledge. It's like, you're not going to give a shit about that when you're starving to fucking death. And Roger ate True. the last cookie and he's like, I didn't eat it. Well, it was actually <laughs> pecan sandy. <laughs> pecan sandy. <laughs> Pecan Sandy. Oh my God, Haley! These Choco dials. Oh my God, these Choco dials. Anyways, I I think I once again no. 
all, all great picks. I think that your pick was better than mine in that round, for sure. Thank you. Um. <laughs> You're welcome, Sam. <laughs> um, but now right, it's on so, the video games. Um, yeah, so I'm picking um, uh, uh, Young Snake from Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Great because choice. We you can just pick Snake, but yeah. Sorry, but like, you know, there's they so, yeah, so like many young levels of Snake. Young Snake. I yeah. do like the Young Snake better just mm-hmm. because he's a little more open minded than sure. Little Snake. So, Six pounds. But he's also not PlayStation Jesus. 1 Snake, you know, which is like not as. You yeah. Know, I know what's going on with him. He's in between. Middle Ground yeah, Snake, he snake. still is uh, motivated. He likes uh, what he likes, and he's. We need a commando in the group. And mm-hmm. he's a little bit of a lone wolf, but you know he's fighting for the greater good. So if he's got us, we know that we're pretty much covered. There's a guy out there who is the guy who's got the fucking good guns who can handle that type of shit, train us, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not can funny. He eat anything. Can eat anything. Yeah. He's nearly invisible at all times. He's yep. a complete stealth champion. Yep. He's good shit. Yep, like him a lot. He's a total badass. Also, mm-hmm. as much as Ragnar is a great fighter and leader. I mean, that, that works well if you're leading a Viking horde, but not as well if you're surviving with a group of five people. I mean, you're going to have a guy come in. So why'd you pick Ragnar? Because he wasn't Roger. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it came you're down like, to. Hey, you know, the guy we picked just isn't that good. If it was Ragnar yeah, over Snake, snake I, I, I would have picked Anyway, that's a good choice, though. And I'm glad that I didn't pick Snake, because I was going to pick Snake, but I thought yep. you might pick him, yep. so I was like, I'm going to let Dylan have yep. that one. That's nope. a great choice. He's good. It's yeah. either him or the guy from Splinter... Or, um, Sam, Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Who's, but that's a real guy. one priority, which is his daughter. This, you know, Snake's a little more... Yeah, he's going to be crying no about his dead daughter. Oh, no, no attachments. He's just... He's I mean, just, he was made to be a, a super survivalist soldier, which exactly. is what we That's need. exactly it, and he has no attachments besides what his you know thing is, and you know, mm-hmm. I think he's... He's an expert, uh, like I said, super survival soldier. Yeah. Snake. The Triple Metal, S. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, triple, triple S. Triple S. That's a good choice. Um, you so, can teach us. The thing in mind, I thought about all the, the adversities you're going to have to go into, as well as the idea that when I was thinking about Snake, that bullets are going to become more of a commodity than anything, and then food and shit like that in the future apocalypse, because it's going to be easier to kill people. So we got to have people that are good with... A melee weapon, much like Ragnar, but I picked Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series. Not only is he good at, you know, making his way around the world, he can be a loner himself. He can kill people with swords. He can kill monsters with swords. I've killed, I've seen a guy kill a fucking dragon before uh, with, with a sword alone, just being a total badass. And when it comes down to the apocalypse scenario, I would like a guy who is completely uh, ice cold, Cold blood motherfucker who can just takes people down Steve with swords. Steve Austin's not a video game character. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't. You should have picked him for real life characters. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's why I had to pick Geralt in there. Even though that we're gonna have people's emotions uh, running high, he actually uh, has almost no emotion at all. So pretty similar to Snake, the way they totally even keeled, and I uh, didn't take any shit, and he doesn't need a, a gun or uh, any camouflage or anything. You know, he'll, he'll just take anybody out, and if you come into contact with some kind of a uh, wolf pack or a bear or any some kind of radioactive monster from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. He'll slice and dice him right up, and uh, no he's not uh, he's not hard to hard to work with in that way. And even though he's he's sort of a lone wolf, he doesn't really butt heads with people. He just kind of makes his own way in the world, and that's why my pick is Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series. Is that a video game or a show, or both? It was a it's a video game, but it was a book first, and it was a show. Yeah, now they made it into a show. Okay, okay, just. But I don't, I don't recognize the show as not that one, not the Superman Geralt. I'm talking about the video game one from the games. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they don't, they don't make the the Metal Gear Solid movie, which they're probably gonna. They made an Assassin's Creed movie already. Everyone forgot, not necessary. Nope. 
They're making a Borderlands movie right now too, and oh, Kevin Hart's God. in it, How are so you that ought that? to be. Oh, it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be like Jumanji <laughs> three, Borderlands. Yeah. Fun fact: they know my lawyer I'm working with to get my house. His name's Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> that is a. Fun He's fact. gonna learn today. Yeah, <laughs> a real estate attorney, Kevin. Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart. All right, which member of Red Dead are you gonna pick? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to say I'm bad, but go ahead. Go ahead. Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. Yeah, Arthur Morgan is great. He, again, with Ragnar, lived in a time period where he didn't need electricity or any of these modern day luxuries. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need worked, a six shooter, though. Worked with a big group, but wasn't the leader. Took his responsibilities very seriously. And help with the people around him that need help with whatever they were doing. To, that would also benefit the group. Mm-hmm. Yes, he mostly is a shooter and a great shooter at that. Yep. Also good with a bow. And I've seen him knock out plenty of people fist to fist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't mind if, if he does come down with something. We don't have a doctor on the team, but he won't care. He'll just keep, <laughs> He'll just keep trucking until, uh, mm-hmm. like any good old-fashioned man, you just never, ever... Never go say to the doctor and never say anything and just die slowly. Uh, as long as it's not a tuberculosis type apocalypse, I don't think anything yeah. can kill him. Well, I don't know. I think <laughs> it could be any number of things. I mean, I've seen him die more times than I haven't seen him die. Unless <laughs> you just suck at the game. Yeah, huh? that could be it. Arthur Morgan. Depends if there's snake oil in the apocalypse for him to put his dead eye back up. Only after we kill Snake. How dare you? First round of voting. <laughs> Three total badass video game people. Um, Got to give it up to that. Uh, I don't know who goes first. Do I vote first? I'm Anyone who wants. I'll go first. I'll go for Arthur Morgan because <laughs> I haven't played either of the games that you're talking about. I barely know who either of those people are. I know Snake a little bit better. Than yeah. I don't even know the name of your guy. Yeah, Geralt. Even though you just said it. Yeah, well, they're, all, they're all amazing games. All three of the games, if anyone hasn't played them, they're all fucking masterpieces. We didn't pick fucking uh, Tamagotchi. Which is not even a video game, really. It's more of handheld. I was thinking of Katamari. Either way, yeah, no, that's not a bad choice. But I had to vote for Solid Snake. Uh, I like I said, I was I was almost gonna pick him myself. He's just fucking great at that, and uh, I think that he's just the man we need in the apocalypse because he can overcome any goddamn adversity, and yep. you can't find him even if you want to. Nope, no question. I um I don't know either of your two people, so I have to choose Snake. I'm the other one who's played all three of these games. Apparently, I play too many yeah. video games. So you gotta choose Commando Snake. Snake, All put right, him on the board. So who do we got so far on our team here for the for the viewers? So, I mean, mostly for us. Yeah, give us a recap, Dom. What do we yeah, got going so on? Movie character number one, Doctor Indiana Jones. Okie dokie, Doctor Jones. Am I allowed to say that anymore? I don't know. This is a strange climate. 
real person. We got Daniel Day Lewis, the actor, <laughs> the actor, the yes. method actor, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, for TV show, we have Ragnar Lothbrook. And for video games, Famous we have Viking. Snake. Solid Snake, please. He's his full name. Solid Snake was his father. <laughs> no, no, his, his father was Big Boss. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but it wasn't really his father. It was uh, they took his cells for before they cloned him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whole thing. It's a very convoluted it's very, story. Just like it's basically like a just Japanese like Django soap opera. Twenty five years of uh, stories. Yeah, actually saved it. PlayStation One on. <laughs> Django Unchained. He's he's like shooting at Obi Wan Kenobi. You'll never get in the big house. <laughs> Obi Wan goes. I counted six photon blasts. I counted two blasters. <laughs> Django Fett Unchained. That Jedi's gonna go in the cloning house. It's good, it's good stuff. Django Unchained yeah, the movie. The horn Star Wars Attack of the Clones the movie. <laughs> Too much horn corn. Too much horn corn. All right. Dial it back. All right. So on our team we have. We have uh, one Viking uh, chieftain, uh, Jarl or whatever. We have a actor, method actor. Method actor. Uh, he knows how to take direction. That's at least that for him. Size uh, on his own. We have an archaeologist, a, an archaeologist, <laughs> a PhD, and a whip. And then we have a uh, uh, paramilitary operative uh, with you know enhanced genetics and the ability to just go it's behind great, enemy lines. great group of people to have sex with each other <laughs> to repopulate so the earth. you guys did a fucking great job with this one <laughs> well wait till my last one <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told you my favorite okay oh <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I'll admit I wasn't so concerned about repopulating the earth like I said I just wanted to survive I mean as the world die? Yes. <laughs> I, I well, I mean, I'm like not even act- trying to have kids right now. <laughs> Never mind when the, the earth depends on it. Yeah, I just figured, like, if the apocalypse really happens, I, the least, the last thing I'm going to care about, and I won't be noble about it, is the the reconstitution of the human race. I'm say, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to try to eat and survive as long as I can, and I probably won't even do that, honestly. I can't imagine when the apocalypse happens, me having this drive to want to survive the next 40 years in the hellish aftermath of whatever earth is everyone you know and love is essentially dead if they're not then they're gonna be soon i mean mm-hmm. fuck that world i don't even well, want to live in that world never mind talked about what and you have to raise a kid in that world you'd be born into it you're purposely bringing a kid into the worst version of earth you've ever seen just for the, the glory of the human race maybe in 12 mm-hmm. generations they might be like oh my great-great-grandfather had sex with a mormon lady so we could <laughs> I'm too selfish yeah. to care about that. I wouldn't be caring about re- well, repopulating. We here. talked about this on our. I want a I bunch of strong, s- muscly men to protect me from the bad guys. <laughs> That's what we got so That's far. On possibly was it Sun the Box or when did we talk about the apocalypse before this? Sun the Box. We did talk about the apocalypse. I think it was. No, we, we did. We did the well, end of the world. End of the world. Sorry, I'm sorry. End of the world. Talk about Nostradamus. End of the world. Nostradamus, and then the movie Threads. Yes, it's the most realistic. Possible yeah, that was the apocalypse movie one. To show what actually really genuinely would look like if there was a nuclear war. And I say there's a lot of other options here, but overall, yeah, it could be the alien invasion. The movie, the movie makes it really clear that having kids ain't a good no idea. Yeah, it ain't ain't gonna be an option. Yeah, not a good option. Actually, I do like Joe's reasoning about like not wanting to bring kids into a world that doesn't have like any cold play. I I couldn't handle that. You really like that band? What What do my kids do? 
Well, I want to give them the option. <laughs> it was all like yellow. Well, like, what if the end of the world? What's the end of the world? And there's just one Mustang. REM. REM. One Mustang radio with one Coldplay CD. I'd be like, oh my god, just throw it away. Better don't, to have don't, no don't, music don't, in the world. Don't don't have that. Than just only have that. Coldplay. Smash it. Smash it. Smash it. Smashing pumpkins and Smash Mouth. Wait, oh, wait, okay, I actually, I actually can't live without Smash Mouth. All right. Like I really. Yeah, it really makes me happy. I mean, at that point, you might as well be walking on the sun. Um, on that note, because there's no, there's nothing funnier that we can say at the moment besides what Joe just said, including what I just said, including what you said. Um, that's our list of people. We got one more left. I don't know who's up. Um, um I, I did No, no, I went last last time because you two both went, and then you went. Which Red Dead character are you gonna pick? Teacher's <laughs> pet. So I'm going first this time? Yeah, sure. Well, let me make sure I get the name right. Which is our final... Movie character uh, number movie two. Movie character number two. Yeah, so it's our final member of Chuck the... Nolan Chuck was Nolan. Tom Hanks' character in Castaway. Ooh. Oh. Chuck Nolan. Famous FedEx driver. Yes, mm-hmm. the most Infinite famous. Even. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not his fault the plane went down. Well, you all said most famous... You said FedEx, because if you said a package delivery driver, I would also throw in... Uh, Kevin James from King of Queens. Important. Very famous delivery guy. They were doing movies. And that's his name's Doug Heffernan. <laughs> Couldn't think of the name. Oh, no, then I would put him as Paul Blart Malkoff. <laughs> but I had to pick a movie. He delivers justice. <laughs> and then he also delivers the boom, and here comes the boom. He's almost always the same character. He's like Sam Jackson. He's great in every movie, but he's always kind of the same Especially guy. Especially when he's a Nazi. What? Oh, and Paul Blart Mein Kampf. <laughs> we'll show you the trailer for that after. <laughs> it's real, and it's not funny. <laughs> it's amazing. It's an actual amazing. movie called Paul Blart, Blart Mein <laughs> No. It's um, a movie it's, it's where like Kevin James like plays an, a neo-Nazi, and he's trying to kidnap a girl, and it's me. completely serious. It's played serious. Well, you're not kidding. You're fucking dead. Yeah, so then someone, someone came up with a name, beard. Paul Blart Mein Kampf, which okay. is the funniest name for that particular movie. <laughs> It happens when he doesn't have a segue. <laughs> it's Kevin James. Goes straight to Aaron. It's Kevin He's James. playing it totally as a, serious. As a Gestapo or whatever. As, no, as a Neo. As, as skinhead. Oh, skinhead. Okay. Happy as Gestapo. No, no, no. It's modern. But yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a set in the 40s and he's the one who's wearing the SS uniform. I was like, dude, there's no way. It still is. There's no way. <laughs> It's still oh, so a neo-Nazi kidnapping people. Okay, it's, that is something. It's still insane though. He's like, he's like, wants to like hurt. Can you his... Imagine, imagine being the director, be like, all right, guys, don't laugh. Like, here's the pitch. <laughs> Look, I know, I need, I need fifty million dollars as a budget for this movie. And it's with Kevin James. And I, I won't take no for an. It has to be Kevin yep, James. Yep, he's a neo-Nazi. He's Paul Blart. He's playing Paul Blart, playing a neo-Nazi. <laughs> playing a neo-Nazi, and he's, it's like, wait, it's like when Robin Williams played, was in, like, a, you know, one-hour photo, he's really serious. It's like uh, that, yeah, it's yeah. like that, but Kevin James as a, as a Nazi. This is his cross. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to kidnap this one girl the whole movie. Yeah, this is his big um, crossover So I, I need 50 Oscar mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this solid candidate for best supporting actor who is... 
What? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Just asking who it actually Steve is in the Buscemi's movie. Like, the girl. Who's the who's the best supporting actor in this movie? Like, they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe Dakota Fanning. I know she's twenty now, but she could be the girl that gets kidnapped. Yeah, she's good at that. But no, it's it's played completely serious and it's insane. We gotta watch the trailer. Oh we'll throw God. it. We'll throw it in the please. The pod. Please Absolutely. throw the podcast. Sorry, throw the trailer. In the pod. Okay, well, why don't you give us your number? Our dog is a Rottweiler. Purebred, or as the Germans call them, Rottweiler Metzgerhund. That's why you never let them mate with other breeds. You get the worst of both. Okay, I think it's time for you to go. Stay calm. I'm looking for a key. It has this symbol engraved on it. You seen it? No. Well, that leaves little Becky. For a key? It's worth much more than that. Becky! You're clearly a special girl! I don't want to have to hurt you. But I do want to hurt you real bad. Paul Barton Mind Comp. Ridiculous. Wow, I don't know how we got there, but I'm so glad we took that That's journey. That's fucking hilarious. So, oh, no, FedEx a- driver. Oh, yeah, okay. Now's right. the time to say that. Yeah, yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Paul Bart Minecraft. <laughs> it's not. What's it actually called? Oh, I can't remember. It's called like a it's, girl's name. It's a girl's name starts with an H. A girl's name starts with an H. Definitely Very Hil- meta. Hillary? No, it's like I Haley or something like that. Hildy? There's Hildy. only Hillary, Haley. Heather. Heather. They already had Heathers. Holga. Holga. Sorry, Helga. Helga. Olga. Hannah. Hannah with an H. Hannah with an H. <laughs> uh... Hermione. Henriette. Henriette. Henrietta. Henrietta. Uh, Harriet. Harriet. That's a boy. No. Harriet, that's a, that's Harriet the spy. Um, is that no, it? don't spoil my last pick. <laughs> awesome to do Harriet the spy. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. Harry oh, that, no, 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 not a girl. Alright, enough with girls' names. Alright. You did anyone? I can't yet? believe how off track we just got. Did anyone yeah, even say Chuck yet? Nolan? Oh yes, sorry. FedEx driver from Castaway. Castaway as your survival guide. All right, you're really obsessed with the idea that Earth's completely filled with I did, water. I didn't even think about it while I was making the list. <laughs> I have a water one too. Water world. Earth. <laughs> it doesn't definitely have a water one. <laughs> well, as far as what's on track for the apocalypse that we know is probably going to be the most likely, if nothing else happens, there's going to be more water than yeah. there is. Yeah, definitely water. And it's yeah. also further away from least. other humans that might want to kill you. True. Or we're populated with. So if we do pick all men, you can definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can always fuck tribe. Wilson. You can make little tennis balls. <laughs> a volleyball. Um, yeah, no, but with a smaller, smaller version of a ball. I know what he is. All right. All right. So. Um, <laughs> I took it one. It's A to C, not A so, to B. So, all right, all right. If no one picks any girls, there are other. We're not the only humans on the, Earth. And spoiler alert. Okay. All right. So no. I'm picking Harriet the Spy. I already said it. All right, so she's older now. Argue. Who the fuck is that? She's the you don't remember from Nickelodeon? Harriet she, the Spy. Yeah, she was like a teenage girl, like Sherlock Holmes. Oh, not bring person. a teenage girl into this fucking mix. Well, I said she's older than me. She's supposed to be like 35 by now. But in the movie, she's not. So uh, some it's a, t- girl it's a TV show. Said? Also, I'm kidding. So let's keep going. <laughs> okay. I didn't actually have Harriet. The- Imagine the odds that we went through all the H names. Like, oh, I was gonna pick Harriet. I'm the dead spot. serious. I was like, I was gonna be her, 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 me, Nancy Drew, Daphne, and Velma. <laughs> oh no, Velma. shit. This is my fanfic, not not the podcast. I always get them mixed up. Oh man. 
So anyways, the guy from Castaway. Chuck, no, we're not done like that. Right, so we know he works well alone as a survivalist, for sure. He does work well alone, but he spent so... so Obviously, he was five on an island with no previous survival skills. Was able to figure everything out on his own. Very Mm -hmm. adaptable. And he spent so much time trying to figure out different ways to do things that I think he would be very open to hearing other people's suggestions on a way to get something done faster. Uh-huh. He was all about productivity at the base. Yes, See, he does. He doesn't care who's in charge. He doesn't care if there's any fights. When he goes, who has an idea for getting this done faster? Because the faster we get this done, the faster we get out of the rain, and faster we can mm-hmm. cook some food and eat it. Get back mm-hmm. to my and it'll help mm-hmm. all of us and get back to my wife who has moved on with Wait. one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said get back to his Jeep Cherokee, pristine mint, low mile, oh, square body Cherokee. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very early model and Cherokee. And also get back to Helen Hunt who's awesome and hot always. Never will be. I mean, she's probably not looking so great now. Oh, well, you see her in Team America. It's closer to how I picture her as. Well, that's probably she's now, but back then... She has Trey Parker's voice. You can't have... You can't have, Hunt. You can't have him... Sorry, the, yeah, the, the, the Film Actors Guild? Yeah, you Film can't, Actors Guild. You can't, you, can't have, you can't have him without Helen Hunt, because the only reason he stayed alive is because he wanted to go back home to his wife. And if there's a twister, she's your woman. Yep. So, yeah. That's true. I'm not gonna say that's her, right? That. that is her. I have no idea. I didn't, even, I didn't even know she was in Castaway. She's in Twister, also, <laughs> and she's in Twister with the twist. <laughs> also, he might have the most stubborn moral standards of anybody. He never opened up that last FedEx box, and there could have been anything in there. Mm-hmm. And all of our other characters <laughs> would have easily opened that shit up immediately. What was in that? Uh, it was a, the a same first aid kit with a bunch of food in it. <laughs> The same thing that was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. They never tell you. Yeah. It's kind of like left oh, out. That's about it. I always thought it might have been ice skates and you could use them as like an axe. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a he gift, but it's also useful. ice skates. Yeah. That's how he did everything. I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. Literally, the worst <laughs> Sorry, thing in I that forgot. box would be... Maybe it was something else. It would be like food ration that lasts you a day. I mean, yeah. Like then anything he, else would be more useful. Yeah. yeah like yeah, um, a volleyball. Like a... Solar-powered flashlight, maybe that'd be nice. Yeah, or, or an ice skate that you can use as an axe to cut down wood. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that would be a great idea. But I've be been great. told that they already had that. <laughs> I'm conflating the movie. Maybe a oh, oh pistol with one bullet would have been the best thing that was in there. If you had Jack Sparrow, you <laughs> didn't have that. <laughs> Solve all my problems Here, got immediately. You, got <laughs> yeah, get you one thing. You open up you play all Russian roulette game. every day yeah, until five, you starve. You open game. up all the boxes, and the last one you you spend four years going out. Ah, okay, fine, I'll open. You go, Damn son it. of a bitch. Classic. It was here all along. Don't get it wet. You don't want to misfire. Deer hunter, Russian roulette. Mm. Well, you know, I'm gonna go get American Dad for Klaus's Russian roulette every day at four thirty to see if he'll continue living. <laughs> he goes. He doesn't get. He goes back to the show. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> That's one show. <laughs> oh man! Now you can get American Dad in three or four more times before we stop the podcast. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah, you, you met your match with Dominic. You usually, we just time how fast between when we see each other. He'll bring up Family Guy, American Dad. On the island, it was like 12 hours. It's the longest he's ever done. It's, it's usually within the first couple hours. Sometimes it's the first conversation. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Stan Smith? Speaking of which. Yeah. All right, what's your, uh, what's your pick here? Uh, my pick is a good one, and it's water-based. Okay. And 
It's Captain Nemo from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I almost said it better. It better not be Finding Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's the dad from Finding Nemo. It's Marlin. Marlin. Yep. (laughs) No, and why is Captain Nemo a good fucking pick? Have you read the book or seen the movie? Uh, I've seen some of the movie. Okay, came out nineteen fifty. Yeah, it was incredible that they pulled that off. Absolutely mind-blowing, amazing movie. And the whole point is that he was a, um, he's a wildly smart guy, mm-hmm. and he uh, worked on like trade slave ships um, for like the for the government forever. That'll be good for when we have our our <laughs> harem of slaves for after the apocalypse. We can sell them to other people, use them as bar. That's what you're saying, right? We're going to have a bunch of slaves, like a human trafficking scenario. No, weirdly enough, we're not. <laughs> so he. Um, uh, he worked on these ships and he escaped them because all they do is mine other islands for like iron ore for the war. They were a war effort. Yeah. So all that, of a sudden, that took place in like the eighteen hundreds, right? The movie? Yeah. Yes. Um, so these are these are there's I was like say, cause Disney I wouldn't know technology have slaves in the fifties. They still had like <laughs> right, they still had um, It's in the Disney vault. Like now. sails and stuff. Like there's I don't think there was a whole lot of like the ships were made of metal, but they still had sails. Well, that's why the Nautilus is so impressive. Right. Well, that's the whole point. So yes. So anyway, so he got out of that, and then he built the Nautilus, which is a submarine that is 100% self-sustaining. Well, it doesn't make food, but he has systems around that, mm-hmm. so he can have a, a constant supply of food and a ship that essentially kind of like runs on nuclear energy or whatever he calls it. It's very obviously a similar concept to that. Yeah. So he has a self-sustaining boat that can survive for essentially infinity. It's kind of the whole movie, the whole point of it. And beyond. And, and beyond, beyond. Um, yeah, nice Disney reference. Starkament. So, so whether you have that ship or not, I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. Having whether you have that ship or not, having a person like him around yeah. is good because he's a he's a smart dude who's an outside thinker, kind of like an Elon Musk of the day, who is going to be able to. Technology is important for survival, yeah, this and this guy knows of this more about it. <laughs> During the apocalypse. He has any new currency because it's going to be out the window. So Captain Nemo is the ultimate survivalist of all time that ever lived in any fucking movie because he created a completely self-sustaining... Yeah, you don't need to look to the world to save you at that point. No, he said, fuck the world. That was his whole thing. He's like, that shit, a bunch of shit. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do my own thing and avoid war, avoid conflict, avoid other humans. Yeah. And just just use the resources around me that are already there. And, you know, he had farms under the ocean, so they'd go scuba diving to go to their farms and harvest crops. So mm-hmm. he used the ocean, which is what eighty nine percent of the whole Earth, and um, a lot of it. Yeah, uh, to go do that to be completely self sustaining. On top of the fact that he's a fucking killer, so he does he knows how to fucking do some shit every now and then. You know, mm-hmm. he knows what's up. He's another. And he's got strong movie. ethic. Val- he has strong ethics that um, eventually became his demise. But overall, because um, he wanted to, he wanted to get back at those people. So that was kind of thing. But he's got that's good. He wants a little fucking anger in there. So for someone yeah. who hasn't actually seen the whole thing, does he die in the movie? Yes. See, I was just figured it was just. Uh... He goes down with the Nautilus because they decided to. What he did is, the one thing they started doing is that he would ram these ships and unfortunately kill people who were just like him, who grew up being kind of like a slave working on them. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to just take down the military with technology because all they're doing was mining islands for essentially like like gunpowder, so they could just go keep going to war eternally. And this is a concept that was made. That book was written in like the, again the. Early 1900s, I think. Yeah, and then it came a movie in 1950, and he yeah. said, F- "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take down that whole thing at the same time, on top of just being completely separated from it, infinitely." Yeah, there's no better dude to be latch your, latch your fucking shit to as long as you play by his rules. It's all good. He's pretty cool. Ah, plus his lucky fin, his lucky <laughs> fin, the seal. 
That's pretty good. And if you, he's got music on there, turtle shell fucking guitars. I'll get tired of that pretty quack. Pretty quack. <laughs> pretty quack. I'll get tired of that. But anyways, in the organ, that big organ, he's got some cool shit. He's a mad scientist. But uh, anyway, Yeah, he's... I mean, having a mad scientist plus a uh, sea captain who knows how to make his own self-sustaining, I mean, that's great for the apocalypse. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like make your own destiny. Yeah, and there. it's 2021 plus, so he's going to have to learn how to get along with people a little bit better because he's pretty, he's independent and yeah. he's, he's 100% the captain and takes that role. Right, but we a have a quite more. a lot of budding heads on our team here. So yeah, that's true. To... So he's he's gonna have to dial it back a little bit and just just kind of be a specialist. Well, maybe we should vote who the captain is for our After final this. pick because yeah. oh, we can't yeah. have everyone be the captain. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yep. So they all each of these people have to. I am the captain now. I captain now. <laughs> I'm gonna pick that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you better pick that guy. You have to. My now. guy is the guy from Captain Phillips who says I'm <laughs> the captain now because captain now. He, the smartest of all the pirates. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot with not very much. <laughs> the only pirate who's like, hey, look, there's a broken glass on the ground. We're barefoot. We probably shouldn't walk in that room. He's a genius. Yeah, yeah. he didn't do well in that movie. <laughs> His head blew up. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! His head. It's a true story. Splattered on the fucking outside thing. That guy got nominated for an Oscar. Captain Phillips? No, the guy who says I'm the captain now. Yeah, yeah he's and awesome. They, and they found right. him um, just like, he wasn't an actor. They found him literally robbing his ship. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he is, I, he is from Somalia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So but he's not like an actual pirate, though. Man. No, like, no, no, was... no, you can never. <laughs> no, you can't. He's so authentic. I love these. You know, looks like no, you can fake pirate. the accent. You can't fake having no teeth and being an actor in Hollywood at the same time. That. Teacher's pet. Yeah, the, no, the no teeth thing definitely is something I've never seen Meryl Streep play a role with no teeth. Uh, oh, Death Becomes Her. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. soon, but. No, that movie that she's in, she nominated for that one. She too. has no teeth? Well, I think when Death Becomes Her. I haven't seen it. Sorry. Check the clip. <laughs> she has no teeth? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she has teeth for most of the movie. Then she doesn't have teeth. Again, she's not even hot in that, but she's a great actress. Do you see her in her like twenties and thirties? Yeah, like she was best. always ugly. Just a really good actress. Oh fuck off! She was yeah. awesome in the twenties when she was like twenty and thirty ages. When was that? I don't know. She was born like nineteen forty-five. So, so it was, it, was silent, it was a silent film. The she movie Deer to Hunter. Be attractive to be a great attractive. survivalist and an amazing actress. I mean, uh, I guess oh. I couldn't think of anybody else, but yeah, she's really good at acting. Thanks. For sure. No problem. Yeah, she was really good in the movie with um, uh, who's the guy from Thirty Rock? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin when they're divorced. <laughs> Just oh. kidding. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Isn't that War of the Roses? No. And Death Becomes Her. No. <laughs> Try again. I'm telling. I'm not that big a Meryl Streep fan, unfortunately. I'm oh, Del Rose Prada. Jesus fuck! It's not that either. <laughs> And Hathaway, now that's something that I could get behind. Yep. I mean, someone. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact, my uncle Charlie went to Mass Maritime Academy with Captain Phillips. <laughs> I could say with Meryl Streep. <laughs> wow, really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, what did he say? He was a teacher's pet? Uh, no, he didn't He didn't have any like really spectacular stories about him while going through school. And then... Did they call him Captain Phillips even in college? <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> He legally changed his name in the 80s. So his just first captain. name was Captain. As wow. soon as he got accepted into the school, wow. he just like, well, I'm going to be Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. And his name before that was Philip Morris or something like that? Something like that. Wow. Uh, but they did say he went to a family, uh, high school, re- I mean, a college reunion. <laughs> and everyone was like, hey, Phillips, 
How about that ship? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you must have to take so much ball busting. Everyone knew you when you were like 18. You're like, oh, wow. okay. Hey, Phillips, I'm the captain now. <laughs> you get it? He's like, yeah, only every day of my fucking life, man. <laughs> Hopefully they paid him for his life story or whatever. Usually you get paid for that I'm a sure little, doing a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, Tom so Hanks played a lot of uh, guys that were real people. I almost put him as my real person. Captain Phillips? No, Tom Hanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did Castaway. He did Sully. He I was going to say, you could make Sully solid burgers. Yeah. Even still, all three of those involve water. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is the avoidance of which. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, know. I don't think that passenger jets are going to be part of this future. Maybe they will be. Who knows? Maybe they take to the skies. Anyways. So, who has said... It's your turn. My I turn. said mine. You said yours. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So, I'm going to pick uh, my... My pick of it again. I guess I just picked a lot of people who are natural born leaders, and that's how we're gonna have to vote in our leader at the are end of this. Are you gonna pick your dad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm gonna pick is someone who has to take charge in a moment of adversity and complete isolation, much like him. But he, but she fought threats that were completely otherworldly and unforeseen. And it's Ridley. Harry the, the spy. No. <laughs> It's Ridley from the movie Alien. That's played by Sigourney Weaver. So when everyone else dies, she has to fight this... Sweaty. This very sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) She can deal with the sweat. Even locked on that spacecraft, this alien, she overcomes super, you know, forward-thinking, natural-born leader, total badass, and with almost like a MacGyver type, you only have certain things you can even do there. You're complete in isolation, and she finds a way to do it. I find that, like... In the apocalypse, we're going to be thinking about hunting things in the woods or whatever to get some food, but you're going to have all this trash left over from all of mankind, and you have this person who just nuts up or shut up. And luckily for you, you brought up a great point with your first pick, which is that you might have to have a level-headed individual here somewhere. It's a bunch of angry, fucking gruff, testosterone-filled dudes, and we might have to have a badass woman to try to level these guys out and Mm -hmm. put people in line. Mm -hmm. She might not be the most capable of our whole list, but definitely the most level-headed, the coolest under pressure and mm-hmm. um, if you can survive a freaking xenomorph at our space when even an android and all the other guys get killed, uh, I think that is worth putting Ridley on the list as our survival expert here on our team. That's my pick for my number five is Ridley from Alien. So you're saying she's a cool cat because she has a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I would say so. Okay. So go any way, And we should vote. Between... That guy Trump that Tom Hanks, Hanks played. <laughs> FedEx driver from Castaway. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep or... Nope. Um, <laughs> close, though. Kevin James. <laughs> I actually don't know. Uh, uh, Captain Nemo. Nemo. Captain Nemo. Captain Nemo. Nemo. Sigourney Weaver. No, Ridley. 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 Now, has there been a Metroid movie? <laughs> no, but she should play Samus and she can fight Ridley. But it'll be her in a big purple dragon costume. To fight herself. The ultimate prey. She's also an avatar, but that movie's so bad. But she's good in it. Fuck off. That movie's so good. It's terrible. It's no, a good movie. That it's a should, great did, movie. All your opinions should go right down the tube. It's both a great of movie. It's terrible. I Have you seen it recently? Avatar. I've seen it, yeah. I'd rather watch Pocahontas. I saw it in It's theaters. a way better version of the same thing. I saw it in theaters too. That was more than 10 years ago. You know how... Did we see it together? I, yeah, I think we I think, uh, we had I think a day. I saw it with you. We had you. a day that one day. Well, I don't, I don't know if you guys were... 
We were together. together. We were together. <laughs> we were together. We were together. But yeah, um, no, but just think about it. The last time I, I saw it was in our... theaters, the one time I saw it, and that was, now it's going to be 12 years ago it came out. If you haven't seen it since then, I don't think- I've seen see... it multiple times since then. Yeah, you can stick to it, your shitty opinion. You also <laughs> think Pirates of the Caribbean times. 3 is good, so- It's the best one. Okay, so that, so there goes your shit. So you should see it again. It's pretty bad. It's really, actually really bad. Okay. The main guy, Jake Sully, related to Sully Sullenberger. <laughs> <laughs> and Sully's the bar. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Mike Wazowski's friend. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> How many Pixar's are we get in here? We saw Up together in theaters. That was great. Did we leave, though? We no, you wanted crying. to. After the first 10 minutes, you we were that devastating. You were like, fuck this movie. I'm leaving. I'm like, dude, it's a Pixar movie. You have to trust them. It's going to be good. Didn't we leave and go to... No, you wanted to leave, and I, I told you we're not leaving. I think that you're misunderstanding your I memory. watched the whole thing. There's no way we no, left. No, we left and went and saw Land of the Lost. No way. That was a different time. I saw Atlanta a lot. Going and, on anyway, I do remember you not believing a lot of, that the a lot movie. Of hot boxing in the parking lot at the mall. That there's, first, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on, that so I don't really know, it. but that did have a lot to do that with it. That had a lot to do with yeah. it, for sure. But either yeah. way, I, I, we got to vote here. I, I'm going to. Uh, I shouldn't vote first. I think I vote first this time. Yeah, I got I it. vote first Sigourney Weaver. So, Ridley. Ridley. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, we need a woman in here, man. I agree. And I'm glad I saved her. I'm just going to say Up and Land of Lost did both come out in 2009. I know. And so did Avatar. Yeah, I saw, I mean, in high school, I would watch movies like every weekend. I saw like every movie from 2006 to 2009 yeah, when it came out. Yeah, definitely. Those, was, those were the... Those that's were all that, you do. You that's where we peaked. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't go to, to your apartment or the bar. You got to go to the fucking mall and watch yeah, a movie. Yeah. And then to Dylan's basement, hopefully, if yeah. that was available. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm going to vote for Captain Nemo because that idea of having self-sustainable in that circumstance... Technology. It's just such a good... I mean, he was able to do that in a time you know, 100 years before we are now, so that just seems amazing. Even though I want to pick Ridley and have a woman in the group and a, you know, a character like that, I, I you really convince you with Nemo there. See, now, I also want to pick Ridley, but you have to go with the self-sustainability of Nemo. And his lucky fin. And his lucky fin. His lucky fin is a seal. <laughs> All right. So that's Captain Nemo is the final one on the list. A boat? It travels on water, if that's what you mean. And beneath it. That was my least, uh, I, I, but the story I think it just shows what you know. I think it right. helped how distracted we got through the whole process. Yep. I, all I knew was I wasn't going right. to vote for Tom Hanks. So now we got one great. more choice to pick of, of uh, what's going Now we have to here. pick the captain of, of the group. Of these type A <laughs> all right, folks. Excuse me, personalities. Well, are we all type A? Indiana Jones might not be a type A. I can see Indiana Jones not needing to be the leader in this group. I wouldn't vote for him to be the leader. Captain Nemo, probably type A. Yes. Ragnar, I don't know anything about. Definitely type A. Wants to be a king. Snake, definitely not type A. Uh, he didn't have to be a leader. No. Nope. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, I, I can't picture what he looks like. He, he's Daniel he's Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. Last of the Mohicans, he's the main guy in that too. So in There Will Be Blood. Billy the Butcher in uh, Fancy New York, mustache, black hair. Yeah. 
Skinny he, he guy. Was never, he's never really... I'll pull him up for you. Right over here. He's never really a leader in any of the... No, and also being an, a method actor, I'd assume that he Joel. takes direction pretty well, um, being that, you know... Yes, I, I, I would agree with that. So yeah, he because he, he's the actual guy. It's not the character he plays. So yeah, I would say Daniel Day-Lewis did not have to be the leader. Um, I guess it's hard to seek it. Now it's going to be him old, but you... you it's okay, I'll know. This guy. You won't know, because I don't have any of the characters he played. There is Billy the Butcher. There is his Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I forgot he was Abraham I've Lincoln. I've never seen him in any movie I've ever seen You've seen There Will Be Blood. We talked about it like two you're weeks ago. You're telling me you've never seen He's Daniel Plainview from There Will... He's the main guy in There Will Be Blood. The, the guy from the movie. The main guy who does everything in the movie. Is that the one with the like crazy silencer on the shotgun thing? <laughs> yeah, that's No Country for Old Men. Okay, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> All right, fun fact, fun fact, the guys. Oil, the oil man. At the same time, in one time when that giant fire, yeah. when the flame... Yeah, yeah, up. that's the movie. Yeah, the that fire, movie yeah. they had to stop. What movie there, was there, that? that? That was There Will Be Blood. Okay, what was the other one? Book of Real Men. They had to stop man. filming because that smoke was so much that they had to stop filming. Those movies that's are so closely identified because they're filmed in the exact They same probably came out the same year, no. too. I, we had to look back. They did. Yeah. That's why I get them confused all the time. But I still can't picture him. I was just confused. I never talked to you about There Will Be Blood. I mean, I never talked to you about No Country for Old Men before, but we had a, like, an in-depth conversation two weeks in a row about There Will Be Blood, so I thought it would be I love shooting. that movie. I know everything about it, but I still yeah. just can't picture a gotcha. face. I yeah. haven't seen either of them. He's got he's a mustache. No Country for Old Men, he's the... He he's not in the movie at all. No Country for Old Men? Not in it whatsoever. Then why are you telling me about him? I'm not. You brought him There up. Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. The only okay, thing sorry. we're talking Jesus about. Christ. You said big silence or shotgun. So he's the guy. He's the guy who has his son with him. Yes, yes, thing, yes, yes. I can't yes. picture his face. Motherfucker. Holy shit! I just saw. We'll this put movie. it up for the people, but I'll show. I'll show again, him right here. I'm stressed I'll out. show him it right here. Right. I can't believe that. I cannot believe this shit. You're driving me nuts. I'm gonna bring up Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men just to confuse the shit. Out of me. <laughs> I can picture the the guy with the the. the Pressure Colip. gun thing. Colip. This fucking guy. Thank you. Okay. Got it. All right, I just showed you a picture of him that looked like that. Was that with a smaller nope, mustache? I didn't see it. It was it's, the same Because his mustache was smaller. I didn't recognize him. <laughs> it has to be the mustache. Just like Tom said. It has to be the mustache it. from the movie. <laughs> exactly. Got it. Okay. Anyway. That had right. nothing to do with this. Okay. That's just the actor. And that's but, Ragnar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. All right. Indiana Jones, Captain Nemo, Ragnar, Snake from Metal Gear Solid, and Daniel Day Lewis. All right, I think it, I think it's pretty much between Ragnar and Captain Nemo because they're the two real, real main leader yeah. characters. I'm gonna go with Captain Nemo because mm. from what I know about Ragnar, that I know that you two don't know, even though he ended up on the list because of Roger. Uh-huh. Uh, he, yes, he likes being the leader, but he is also smart enough to know, like, all right, that guy can do some shit that I cannot yeah. do. And if Captain Nemo is going to be running our whole operation from his newly made ecosystem under the sea, he's going to be the one that's going to run it. Yep. It's nowhere like running a Viking settlement in Norway at this point. So now we're all on the Nautilus, is what you're saying. Basically, we're going to go on the Nautilus. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, we're all on the Nautilus, and Indiana Jones is going to be fucking bored. But, but we yeah. have to. We do. Ha- there's. There's. There could be some times where you're gonna have to come up for air as land it were. or whatever it is. And you saw at the yeah. end of the movie in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under Sea, they do go to land to the hub of the Nautilus, and it's getting taken over by the you know people he yeah. Take yeah. Over. yeah. It was, it was the he, he didn't build the Nautilus in the water. 
he had to have some they sort of land based. But no, 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 he did. You're right. Yeah, he had it. He had his yeah. own island, and then he had so to go under. So if he can build the Nautilus, he can also build other stuff. Here. That's the whole point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's not, we're not saying the Nautilus saves the world, but having a guy like him who knows this type of information, yeah. would really help us. Yeah, I think that that's our that's our team, our, our final mm-hmm. team here, uh, led by Captain Nemo. We have Captain Nemo, Indiana Jones, Doctor Jones. We have Ragnar Lothbrook. We have Solid Snake and Solid shooter. and the actor Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. That's it, folks. The actor, Daniel Day-Lewis. Come on, baby, take a chance with us and meet me at the back of the blue bus. That's how we do it. That's how we do the Dirty 30, uh, our 30th dirty episode 30. of the podcast. So yeah, now it's time for final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. And then... <laughs> like a, a side... After show. So, what do we think? Uh, final thoughts here. Like Dom, please start it. I like our team. Uh, we ended up with zero women, but as we decided, there are other people on Earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anyone's going to get them, it's going to be Doctor Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the I, I mean, the biggest has his way with women. The biggest lady killer in the metaphorical version of this has got to be Doctor Jones. I mean, they, Rag- they, Ragnar did have three wives. Right, but that's mostly a product and, of his and, time. And if one person has to repopulate the Earth, Indiana Jones, uh, good, good candidate. Can, mm. You know, I would take Solid Snake just and just because of his genetics uh, in there yep. for that. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, but Daniel Day Lewis, if people remember what acting is, he might be able to pick up some uh, people. But um, I would say that. Yeah, I mean, as we've just proved, I feel like most people can't identify him unless he's in full character. <laughs> yeah, and depending on the mustache, you completely no one even knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that you're probably right about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's a solid, solid group. So what do you think for final thoughts, Dylan? Final thoughts, I just completely agree. I mean, we've got a solid, solid team with diverse qualities. <laughs> Four white guys. <laughs> so mean five. Five white guys. Isn't it Captain Nemo? Oh, he is white, too. Uh, in the book, he's Middle Eastern. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, he was, in, I thought he was Middle In the Eastern. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he is 100% Middle Eastern. Yeah. But in 20,000 Leagues on the Sea, he's, uh, he's, he's fucking definitely. Well, right, it was a movie. But, hey, it was, yeah, it was a, a movie in the 50s. 50s. They had to do it, you know. Yep. Yeah, post Those movies were black and white. But you know, not black and white. Oh, <laughs> so, um, but overall, you know, we just we just hope that there's another group like this that is women that uh, that likes us. And we can, sure. uh, that's our goal. We, can, um, we definitely republic. I do want to throw one last final thought in before Joe goes. I can't believe that none of us even suggested Rick Sanchez. I I have thought I thought about so when we were going to do animated, and then I forgot when we did TV Wait, characters. Is he from Aqua Teen? Is he no, like, he's, he's from, from Rick and Morty. Oh, because he oh, really can yeah, survive is, in any situation. Though he is heavily modified, it's not magic powers; it's all science. Yeah, shit that he I was, could just make. And I've seen him survive with literally in the jungle. He built his own yes. shit. So yeah, he, he would have been a good choice. It's like slavery with extra steps. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking of Carl from Aqua Teen. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> Right. That would be Didn't suggest him, but good thought. Oh uh, yeah, that would have been that would have been a good. A yeah, good I was shake man. I was uh, shake man. Stay out of my pool. <laughs> <laughs> this is it that you're doing here. It's a good group, and uh, we 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 leave it to you guys in the comments to come up with a better fucking team. Good luck. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, it's pretty solid. It takes three pretty, dudes. Pretty solid snake. Yeah, it's pretty solid, <laughs> solid snake. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, a good team all around there, and like we said, we don't know how the apocalypse is going to happen, but if you had this team with you, it wouldn't be so bad for you. You'd be in pretty good shape. Yep. So, 
And I think, yeah, if anyone gets hurt, we're fucked. We don't have any doctorate besides Dr. Jones, but uh, he'll make a good statue for you. And, 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 and Captain Nemo's got that fucking figured out. Oh, he's got, like, uh, movie, he's got all, all the medical stuff figured out, no problem. Nice. No problem. He can't bring you back to life, but any, pretty much any other thing else he's got figured out completely. All if right. you want to smoke some gar- cigars, he's got some seaweed cigars you can smoke. Oh yeah, for with the kelp cigars. Oh, kelp cigars, yeah. He's got it all. He's got all the, the luxuries. It's all luxuries. It's not just that he's just surviving. He's got luxuries. Yeah, he's not just surviving. He's living. He's, he's living. living. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, living. He's living. So that's it, guys. It's the Dylan Joe Basin Podcast. A little spin of the sign right here, coming live from an undisclosed location, represented by Fenway Park with. Uh, Joe Collins, Dylan Reed, Don Morrow. We'll see you guys next week. Let us know what you think of your top team. We want to hear it. Show us up. Show us what you got. One of those Mormon women who wants to have 30 children. No, just the, the concept of one? Yes. A real person and you picked an idea. <laughs> nope. Just, Leave it to you, you to, to you never to find, do the fucking thing. <laughs> you have to find one. And you can't just say... Here's the so thing. it's over our movie character, Meryl Streep. <laughs> real life person, a Mormon woman who wants to have a lot of kids. Okay, it's these people have to. I am the captain now. I captain now. I'll then pick that guy. <laughs> You better pick that guy. You have to. My guy is the guy from Captain Phillips who says, I'm the captain now. And he said, I guess I'm not a good conductor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so whether you have that ship or not. I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. (laughs) Okay, I got it. Having, whether you have that ship oh then I would put him as Paul Park Malkoff <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick a movie he delivers justice <laughs> <laughs> and then he also delivers the boom and here comes the boom he's almost always the same character he's like Sam Jackson he's great in every movie but he's always kind of the same guy especially when he's a Nazi what? oh and Paul Blart oh, Mein Kampf We'll show you the trailer for that after. <laughs> it's real and it's not funny. <laughs> it's an amazing. Movie called Parblot. Parblot <laughs> Purebred, or as the Germans call them, Rottweiler Metzgerhund.